Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Hello, darlings. Happy hump day. I hope you all are having an absolutely fabulous hump day. It is the girls' night here on Front Porch Sex Talk, and um, we always have fun with the girls' night, so I have my special guest, Jennifer, with me tonight. And tonight is, we're talking about shaming We're talking about the goddess on the mountaintop because, you know, up here there's no room for shame or guilt or or judgment. And women get a lot of that. We get shamed for our bodies. We get shamed for or or guilted for liking sex or we get judged for even having a life. Seriously, what the hell is up with that? Get the fuck off my mountain, you know? This is my mountain. Right. You want to be up here? (laughs) Then, hey. My mountain, my rules. <laughs> Climbed it. So welcome, Jennifer. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing fabulous. I appreciate you having me again. Well, thank you again. We had a blast the last time, and <clears throat> that month went by pretty quick. I did. Here we <laughs> are. Did. A month later. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I hope everything's been going uh, swimmingly in your world since then. Still single, so that sucks, but. <laughs> well, you know, Still hey, single. you could be saying I'm in a shitty relationship, though, right? Oh, right. I'd rather be lonely, single and lonely than in a relationship than lonely. That's for certain. You know, I'm, I was, was interviewed the other day, and they're like, you know, why are you single? I'm like, because I'm overqualified. <laughs> right. But I'm, I'm telling right. people, you know, I'm single by choice. And they look at me like I'm some kind of freak who fell off the <laughs> train or something. Because everybody thinks that the ultimate goal is to be in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's nice to be in a relationship or with someone, a partnership, whatever you want to call it. But at the same right. time, I'm not just going to be in a relationship just right. to be in one. I'm perfectly content being single. I mean, again, right. it, it there's just too and much like going I say, on out there. I don't need, you know, I don't need somebody to come rescue me. I don't need somebody to come, co- quote, unquote, complete me. I don't need a better half. I am a complete person all by myself. If, you know, if I could find somebody that's worthy of the time and energy that I'm willing to put into something that can walk beside me in life, then okay. But, you know, speaking of shaming, I get a lot of times, you know, I'm a thinner girl, so I don't, I don't, and I've been fat. So, I mean, I, I, I get the whole fat shaming, but the, 
the shaming on, you know, why are you single? Exactly. blows me away. That blows me away. Like it's some sort of, like I'm a leper. They're like, you are so beautiful. You know, you must be crazy. Or, or I love the one where, I love the one where they say that the girl's hotness, there's the scale. The girl's hotness is is related the to the craziness. The yeah. Right. So I must be. So according to them, I must be batshit crazy. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm single because I'm not willing to put up with bullshit. I'm single because I don't live in a society that accepts relationships and all they want is something casual. And I am not going to accept that for long term. Exactly. Short-term, and you know, okay, the same but not long term. The same could be said with guys. The cuter they are, the nicer they are, I mean, the the nicer looking they are, the sexier they are, the more drama they have attached to them. Right. But, no, I'm not going to go that way. I'm not going to say anything because Mm -hmm. it's not about that. It's about, I mean, I I think in, in today's society, everybody wants to just shame everything because everybody wants to have an opinion and just because you have an opinion hey more power to you because everybody's entitled to their opinion but damn it don't force your views upon me i wave my freak flag i wave it high i am right you know know, the same goes though i also think you know just because you have an opinion number one doesn't mean you have to share it but on the opposite side of that spectrum is just because somebody shares their opinion doesn't mean you have to be butthurt. And we live in a society today where everybody is quote unquote offended and just totally butthurt about so much stuff. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm over it. If you don't like it, you know what? You can keep scrolling on that Facebook wall if you don't like it or that Twitter feed. If you don't like it, keep scrolling. Exactly. It's so or simple. But if you're like me, I'll I'll poke the bear and stir up the hornet's nest and be an asshole about it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that keeps scrolling. But yeah, people will come and post on you know, come and comment on something that I've posted or or whatever. And you know, when I first started doing you know, being open about you know, my show and this is coming up you know, I, I was alluding to the fact that, hey, this is coming up, and I would post, you know, I, I love erotic art. I'm a huge right. fan of erotic art, whether it's photography, whatever. I'm a voyeur. I love to to see the human form in action and whatever it right. may be, whether it's just sitting there or whatever. A voyeur can be whatever. It scares the like. shit out of some people, though, and I... The only reason I understand it is because I was I was raised Catholic, and I was raised that there's things you don't talk about, there's things you don't do. So in my my family's point of view, I'm a quote-unquote cafe Catholic. I choose to believe and follow through with some of what the Catholic Church believes and what they teach, but that's that's okay. I don't understand why people have to be offended just because you weren't raised with it or it, it's not something that was introduced to you. You can always broaden your horizons. You don't know what you don't know until you know it. So it's okay. (laughs) It is. It really is. But, you know, when I first was posting, you know, um, and I always post some sort of, you know, black and white photo or some kind of erotic um, depiction of something. And, you know, everybody knows that in the whole wide world that Depeche Mode is my beloved. And that's just sexy as hell. And I'll put right. a quote 
by it, you know, one of their lyrics. And there were a few women who were like, you've got to be a fucking slut with all this. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Seriously? What drew you, what meant, what, caused you to draw that conclusion well you know you're always talking about sex you're always you know posting this I'm like yes I do but that doesn't necessarily mean that I am a slut you know so you must I check do. your mail naked and, and give it out and what come on people you know <laughs> and once I explained what it is that I am and what I do you know I did get a couple of apologies and I got one woman who right. blocked me and I was fine with that because I'm like uh, I didn't even I didn't even know you, but you know, it's sad. It's it's almost expected, you know, from, from men to shame us or guilt us, judge us. But when we are coming at each other as sisters, you know, goddesses, that really and truly breaks my heart because, you know, there's a, for me, it just shows that there's a lot of insecurity there. There's a lot of, um, women that are not educated or who are desperately wanting to embrace that, but don't know how or fear of their own backlash of what are people going to think and, you know, to do what I do or to, you know, for anybody in this industry. We really are teaching girls to, to be in a sisterhood. We really aren't. We really aren't. We're teaching girls to be competitive, you know, because when, you know, bullies, girls in in junior high and high school are vicious. They're always going to be vicious because we're not teaching them. So that's where the, you know, the the shaming, I think it starts. And it depends on, you know, your upbringing on how you deal with it. I get tired of hearing about all this, quote, unquote, fat shaming. You know what? If you're fat, you're fat. If you don't like it, change it but if somebody calls you fat and you don't like it you should change it I've been fat I've been thin I'm you know I'm, I'm thin now but I just I think you choose you choose to nobody can make you feel a certain way you choose to feel a certain way you choose to react and feel based on what somebody says can what they say be vicious absolutely but do you have to choose to be Shamed? No. If you are not ashamed of your body and somebody calls you fat, there should be absolutely no shame. You should have no, nothing, nothing about it. I mean, I think you choose it. And, you know, I am not a Victoria's Secret model, you know, meaning (laughs) I'm not you know, walking the runway or whatever. I'm short and curvy and got more junk in my trunk. That's why I always say I love y'all with all my butt because it's bigger than my heart, you know. And I am, I'm a work in progress. I have, you know, I have my medical issues that makes it a little bit harder for me to lose the weight. But I am at the gym every day. For me, that's my power. That is my way of being in control. I'm not losing, but I'm not gaining, you know. And what's so sad, though, is that there are people out there who are shaming women for being curvy, who shame women for being skinny, who say, tell the skinny girls, I don't like you because you don't have any curves. Right. I don't like right. you because well, you've I've got been told before. 
literally been standing in an elevator before, said something about being cold, and the lady, the old lady in the elevator said to me, maybe you should eat a sandwich every now and again. See what I mean? It does go both ways. It it does. It definitely goes both ways. And as a result, you know, women are so ashamed of their bodies that they hold themselves back from having an intimate relationship with their husband, their boyfriend, or if they're single from putting themselves out there in the dating scene and maybe having some mind blowing orgasms. And that's what bothers me is that we allow ourselves to see our, to see ourselves through the eyes of the world and not through the eyes of the one who created us. That's right. You know, this is how we are. Yeah, you can change it. Yeah, if you're too skinny, yeah, you can go have a cheeseburger every once in a while, whatever the hell that even means. I hate when people say that. Or, you know, if you're too curvy or you got, you know, a little bit extra, you know, save yourself from a cheeseburger, whatever in the hell that means, because everybody has to be comfortable. If If you think you can rock that thong at, 250, 350 pounds, and you feel fucking fabulous doing it, then okay. What women need to understand, though, is that when they, when somebody does shame you, you give them that power. If That's it right. hurts you, you have the power to stand in your own juicy goddessness. And yep. Walk in that room and exude that power. Walk in that room and exude that sexuality because having that self-confidence is so hot. It's sexy. It sure and is. People, <laughs> people aren't going to notice. Care how big size. you are. Yep. Yeah, they're going to notice. And yourself that is amazing. And I will walk in a room. I mean, I, I go to the gym and I walk in there and act like I own it. I don't, but I, you uh, know. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. Every time I walk into someplace, I pretend like I own it. I walk in like I'm here. I mean, even at the grocery store, I don't care, you know. Um, That's just how I am. And when people start holding themselves back, and it goes for guys, too. It does go both ways. You know, guys go through the same thing. You know, they think that. I, to me, I think a dad bod is hot. <laughs> I do, too. I do. I don't have to have, you know, a meathead or a gym rat. I'm like, if you got a little pooch, I'm, I am good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the human body, again, for me, in all shapes and sizes, is right. highly erotic for me, you know. Right. And I mean, I steer away from the guys that are all buffed up because there's so much bullshit that comes with that. I mean, there's just, I don't want to have really to watch is. what I eat. <laughs> I mean, I right? have to watch what I eat anyway. I don't want to have to. You I don't want to fight sleep. for mirror space for my the 20 minutes it takes me to get ready in the morning to literally get in the shower and get out the door. I can do it probably in 30 minutes. I don't want to have to fight for the mirror space to brush my teeth because you're trying to make sure every hair on the top of your head is perfect to go with your abs. I don't have time for that shit. I really don't. Well, you know, and, and again, you know, there, 
and guys do it too. They shame within themselves too. But the one thing they don't shame themselves upon is for wanting sex or liking sex. Whereas women, if we say, oh, yeah, I can totally be the Samantha Jones of the bunch and have sex and not have any emotions, we are automatically the slut. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Jezebel, you know, the hot pants or whatever it is you want to call us. But, you know, and again, you know, we live in this land of technology where you put all your business out there on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Tumblr, whatever else is out there. So you're letting everybody know, yeah, I'm with this guy tonight. Yeah, I'm with that. Keep your business to yourself and nobody would say anything, you know. That's just how I feel about it. Not everybody needs to be involved in your sex life because as far as I'm concerned it's your sexuality not somebody else's right so you know everybody tell everybody everything and they're gonna make you know people are gonna if you know I always used to tell my son when he was younger and was wanting to get on Facebook I said you have to think of Facebook as you standing in the front yard of your house and screaming whatever it is you're putting out there. Exactly. Like, wow, I never really thought about it like that, Mom. I'm like, that's exactly what it's like. Exactly. That's that's exactly what it's like. And and sadly, too many people put too much of their business out there. And then they wonder why they, you know, are judged or shamed or guilt, which shouldn't be happening anyway. I mean, when I post... I post it and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is going to get some backlash. Do I care? Hell to the no. Because right. we're you such know? a, we are such a society that feels like, you know, I've, I've had in the past, I've actually lost a friend in the past from stuff I put on Facebook because I always tell her and I tell everybody till this day, my life is not unicorns, puking up glitter and shit and rainbows. So what I put on Facebook is real. I put real shit on Facebook. I don't pretend that my life is fucking perfect because it's not. So I'll put the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, do I put everything? No. But I absolutely, if I'm sad about something, will I share it or will I put up a a picture or a meme? Absolutely. I'm not out there pretending that, you know, I'm perfect. And then you have people who will, you know, they'll message me and they'll be like, oh, I can't believe you said that. What I can't believe that you pretend like your life is perfect because I'm sure it's not. At least I'm being honest and sincere. And just because it's out there doesn't mean you have to share your opinion about it. You can be mad or pissed off or jealous or whatever, but so what? We don't have yeah. to tell everybody our opinion. Exactly. And, you know, <clears throat> growing up the way I grew up, to like sex or to even question, you know, at an early age, you know, about sex. I was like, no, because I grew up Catholic too, and good girls don't have sex, not until you're married. Right. Well, you know, I waited until I was with my very first boyfriend, and I wound up marrying him because, again, it was like, um, 
That's what I was told. It was what was expected. That's why I got married. Yeah. And I got married. Yep. I loved him with all of my heart. And I, I have my son because of him. But at the same time, it's like, you know, looking back now, where would my life have gone differently or had I not married him, you know, right. and everything happens for a reason. We, we walk our paths for a reason, but <clears throat> I was watching a show the other day and yeah, it's TV, whatever. It, it just, it broke my heart to see, and I'm pretty sure everybody that's listening knows what I'm talking about because I've been posting about it, but you know, sophomores in high school are drinking and having sex like adults, everybody's, and then, you know, they get slut shamed. And that's one of the reasons why I want to talk about that tonight, because, you know, in in high school, yeah, everybody wants to fool around and have fun, but they were dealing with some really serious adult stuff, man. And I'm like, why do you want to grow up so quickly? They you know, are, are treating casual sex, I mean, and blowjobs like it's running to have coffee with your friends. And, yeah. you know, again, as, as, a, as, as a person from, you know, born in 72, I'm in my 40s, you know, we're failing the kids that are, you know, 17 and under. Thank God my son is about to be 20, and, you know, I didn't baby him. So he's not this millennial who, you know, thinks he's needs to be, you know, entitled, but we're failing our children. And when you're when your kids are in high school and their your daughter is given blowjobs to three different guys in a week and she's being called a slut, you have failed your child. It's not her fault all the, completely, but you have failed her at some point. And we're failing our kids in junior high and in high school, or they are. I didn't fail my son. <laughs> They're failing. I agree. You know, my, society I, I, we're I, failing. I say the same about my kid. You know, and I just, you know, it's like where's the disconnect with with children now? I mean, yeah. Parents don't. They're torn between wanting to be their friend. And wanting to be their parent, and I've always yeah, I told myself, that. <laughs> I am your parent first. Yep. I will discipline you. I will beat your ass if you screw yep. up. Because you I may love not you. like me, but you will always love me. Yep. Exactly. I said, and then I will be your friend. So whatever fuck up you do, or whatever happens, I will always be there, no matter what. And now you see these kids that are out there, like you said, they're they're giving these blowjobs. They're into the oral sex. They're into, you know, multiple partners. Like it's a coffee date. Like they're going and, for coffee. Like they're going to Starbucks with their girlfriend. And 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 it. they. And at the time, it's the cool thing, but if they have to understand that. Kids are not nice. So any little time somebody will pick up on that, there's going to be that bullying. There's going to be that 
shaming, that guilt, that judgment, and it just breaks my heart because, you know, last week, and I'm on the verge of tears with this, last week, you know, the show was about sexual fulfillment through sexual healing, and it is in these early years of these children where this starts. Yeah. You know, the kid that was on this show, you know, he was, and, and, and a lot of boys think this. There's quite a few out there that think, well, just because she looked at me, she wanted it. She didn't have to say yes. She didn't have to say no. She just wanted it. And so I took mm-hmm. it. And that's not consensual. That is not sexual consent. That is rape. And this is where those deep wounds happen for these girls. This is where all that shame and guilt and judgment starts to pile up. And you can't have sex. But I'm going to sneak out and I'm going to have sex with my boyfriend because I love him. And he cheated on me with other girl and I hate his guts now so I'm going to go and sleep with his best friend and oh he didn't want me because he went for somebody else and it's just one bad decision after another and then you're all grown up and you're following in that pattern or either you're not able to enjoy sex or you have all of these issues surrounding sex and you have this resentment and this anger and this bitterness in your mouth for men. And how many times does it end up being, you know, that you, that these girls are equating love with sex and then exactly. they end up, you know, 19, 20, 21, and they don't understand why they, you know, why they can't hold a relationship or, you know, why is it, well, it's because somebody failed you as a child, as an adolescent, and didn't tell you that sex doesn't equate to love. Exactly. That's that's what I was talking about last week is people confuse love and sex. And it's not always the case. I don't know that at that early age, you have an idea of what love is. But to connect the love and the sex and the sacredness of it all, that doesn't come until much later. And again, Mm -hmm. I I will never, ever, ever forget the very first time that I lost my virginity. Again, I was with, you know, my son's father and I was so in love with him. But After our very first argument, I thought my world was going to fucking end because I was so in love with him. I was, I had given myself to him in that way. I thought I could not breathe anymore. I literally thought my life was going to cease to exist. And yeah, thoughts went through my head and I'm like, you know, and I was an honor student. I was had every honor you could think of, every award you could think of. 
And and how was I going to tell my mother who wouldn't even allow me to open up to anything like that? I don't even want to live because this boy and I had argument. Right. And, you know, it's the end of my world. Looking back now in 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 you know retrospect, mm. that is what I see girls going through now. And I'm like, and I'll tell them, honey, that's not going to be the first time it happens. You right. know, I tell them in a little bit nicer way, but at that time, because I didn't have, I couldn't go to anybody. Because nobody right. was. I think that's you know, part of the problem because most yeah. girls can't go to their moms. Because so you're not supposed to be having sex using, anyway. Right. Why aren't we using this this whole adage? It takes a village to raise a child. Why aren't we using that to have a group of women, you know, that raise, help raise a girl? You know, my son thankfully had friends. You know, he obviously couldn't talk to me or to his dad about certain things. But I had a really good girlfriend that he could talk to and my sister he could talk to, you know, and his his dad had some good friends, guy friends that he could talk to, you know, so he was able to go get, you know, and it's don't get me wrong. I knew what was going on in my son's life and my sister would confide in me. I didn't go back and say, well, you're you know, my sister told me that your aunt told me this because that's not how it happens or how it should happen. Girls and they can't talk to their moms, so I don't understand why we're not building more of a buffer around girls or offering them more support to show them and explain to them, you know, some of these things. No, we're just it's like we're throwing them to the wolves and saying, you know, fucking figure it out or go Google it. No, that's exactly. not how you're raising a kid. We live in the land of Google, and you know, in school. They're teaching sex education. That's it. Basically, you put the penis in the vagina, and that's it. And when the penis has an ejaculation, guess what? You're going to have a baby unless, you know, you wrap it up. But And here's the thing. They'll talk about sex education, but they're not so easy to talk about how you can get um, protection or Planned Parenthood or anything like that. And so you have these girls out there that are getting shamed. And you should never, the last person you should ever get shamed or shame from or feel that guilt or judgment from is your parents. And again, it, it, it all starts when we're these little bitty goddesses growing up and it, just, you know, as we get older, our flowing white gown that we're supposed to be wearing as we get to the top of the mountain with our arms up is, you know, it's torn and it's dirty and it's ragged from so many people throwing rocks at us and stones at us and mud at us and us having to crawl and scrape by because, you know, of all the judgment and the shame and I'm literally like wanting to just bust out crying because there's so many people out there. And even as adult women, it's the same thing. And if I hear one more guy tell me, I like older women because they know what they want. They're basically sluts and they take what they want. I'm sorry. What did you just say? (laughs) Right. You know, this is coming from a 20 something year old. 
trying to ask me out on a date, <clears throat> uh. trying to justify his reasons for asking this 43, almost 44 year out, you know, on a date. Right. Because he thinks he knows that I know what I want. Yes, I fucking do know what I want. Um, because I'm experienced and because 40-something-year-olds are easier and we're basically sluts because we take what we want and I should right. take him. Not just hell no, but hell to the no. To him, that is. Everything else, you know, it's like, right. yes, I know what I want. <laughs> right. And if I want to have sex, I will. But again... So we have these 20-something-year-olds out there with this mentality of older equals sluttier. And, and, and that's why I'm on a mission to teach everybody that sex is beautiful and sacred and I don't take it lightly. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I just it it breaks my heart. I don't know if you've got that issue because we're about the same age. So you're 72, I'm 73. I've never I had mean, somebody. I mean, I've had somebody say that you know older women, yeah, are more experienced, know what they want. I've never, I've never had somebody say that I was older women are sluts or easy or anything like that because I think I don't know. I don't know if it's my aura or just who I am that I don't think they'd get. The L U T out of their mouth before I knocked them to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, well, yeah. And I also don't give guys that age even the time of day. I just, I don't have that kind of, I don't have that kind of patience. Um, if you're not 35-ish, 37-ish, it's probably about 37 at this point. If you're not 37 or older, I just don't have the time of day to even let somebody think of asking me on a date. I, just, I don't have that kind of time. Well, I don't you have know, time to teach somebody. I get the inboxes, you know. I, I get no. the emails, and, and they nice. think, oh, I listened to you, that we've got some kind of relationship going on, and I'm like, who in the hell are you? Of course. But <laughs> so you know, I, I get all kinds of proposals and offers and uh, whatnot, and and just reading through them, it's like, wow, where did you get your education from? And I'm just thinking, was it you know, what, the boys at school? What? Um, right. But they automatically assume because I have a sex talk show or whatever that I am willing to sleep with right. anybody, everybody. And again, I take that. It's very sacred to me. And um, no, just because I know about it and teach about it, doesn't mean that I'm out there experimenting on everybody. <laughs> I think, it, I think it's just one of those topics that sexuality just scares the shit out of people. And they think if you, if you talk about it, you must do it. You must, exactly. You know, I think it just it scares the nuts. shit out of people. It does. Yeah. It does. And I'm getting a message right now from a guy that's saying, um, so do you want to go out? Cause I can totally <laughs> get a dick pic. What? That, uh, um, let me, I don't know, 
whoever is out there listening, if you're a guy, I can promise you there's not a girl in the world that I know that wants an unsolicited dick pic, so please quit sending them. If you have a propensity to send them, stop now. Nobody wants them. Unless we ask you for one, we don't want an unsolicited dick pic. Oh, you know, <laughs> it, it completely blows my mind. We have a phone call. Let's let's see. Let's see what this is, shall we? Because I will shame a guy with his unsolicited dick pic in a minute. <laughs> let's take this phone call. Hold on. Okay. Area code 956, you're on the front porch with Monica Lee. Who are we speaking to? To Ernie from the Crazy Eyes radio show. What's <laughs> up? Uh, um, and I, I had a I had a like a comment of like what you guys were just recently talking about. I think I like you know you say you just got a message and 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 yeah, but I think I think the problem is with guys now because you know I have a lot of guy friends and I don't do it, but. Like, you know, I don't, I never send, you know, those kinds of pictures because it's like, you know, disrespectful. <laughs> because right. you know but, better, Ernie. You know better. Yeah. But I think, I think the problem with guys nowadays is one, either they forgot to, how to talk to women and actually respect them and get to know them. And two, they just have no respect. Like, yep. You know, they just care about one thing and one thing only, and that's, you know, finishing. I agree. Getting getting their instant gratification. And And that's just, uh, and I keep going back to it, but that's the type of society we've become. We have become an instant gratification society. Yes, we have. And we're allowing this to happen. As women, we are allowing this to happen to us. I'm not, but we, you know, as in general, women are allowing this to happen. And if you are allowing a casual relationship to carry on indefinitely, and that would be your fault. You can't, right. you have to take the blame for that. And we have to, right. stop you that. Know, we have to demand respect. Exactly. Uh, respect Ernie, yourself first. Ernie is so right because there is such a lack of respect there. I mean, when, you can just send a message like that, not even knowing who in the hell you're talking to. Nope. There is no respect there. So how do you expect me to come back at you and answer you? You know, I mean, and, and there's, again, some kind of a disconnect there. Where did, what happened? Who? Where did you not learn that, re, you know, to have respect for for humanity, period. Because if you're willing to talk to me like that and you don't know me, how are you talking to everybody else? Right. Yeah. And you People know, like, will do what you allow. Exactly. Yeah, and what it's, it's bad because, you know... Excuse me? Oh, no, I was saying, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say that, uh, you know how many girls blow up my inbox telling me, oh... This guy did this, oh, this guy cheated on me. And I'm just like, you know, like, I'm, I get kind of freaked out because I'm that guy that, you know, people go to for some reason. I I don't post anything about, like, hey, um, 
if you have a problem, come talk to me about it, and maybe I can help. You know, I'm always talking to girls, and not in that way that these guys are talking to them. But, you know, I just try to make them see the the better side of life. And, you know, I tell them, like, if you're unhappy with the relationship or the way that this guy's treating you, it's okay to leave. Like, you, you know, you don't have tell to them, deal with You need to tell them, first and foremost, respect yourself. And I do tell them that, of course. That's Once the first thing I tell them. themselves. Yeah, I don't think because, too many too many women don't respect themselves these days. Exactly, because you know, like I was saying earlier, we shouldn't allow you know the last people, the last person we should be getting um, judgment or or guilt or shamed from is our parents. But at the same time, we are disrespecting ourselves enough to allow this. Just like I was saying, you know, if you're whatever size you are, own it. Don't let you're going to allow somebody to body shame you. Because you are allowing it. And when you start allowing that, then you start holding yourself back from so much. And everybody thinks, Monica, you talk about sex way too much. We are sexual fucking beings, man. We are sexual right. beings. There is sexual. Think about this for a moment. <laughs> Think about this. Could you, imagine, could, could you imagine a society where we went and shamed rich people? We shamed them about the wine they bought or the car they bought or the cigars they bought. We would be called jealous. Yeah. Yeah. So and it happened. Yeah. It's, it could be the same thing. I mean, I could go shame somebody who has a ton of money. doesn't mean I'm jealous. I just want to make you feel bad about it. Well, yeah. they don't feel bad about it. Yeah. It's not true. You know, <laughs> you we are wired. to feel something. We are wired to enjoy sex, to want sex, to have sex. I mean, we are sexual beings, heterosexual, homosexual, transsexual, whatever. There is sexual at the end of that because that energy that courses through our bodies is sexual energy. You can channel that to anything you want it. You can channel it into writing a book, driving your career, have you know into your family it doesn't necessarily mean that it is you're out there opening your legs to every man or whatever so we have to stop with all of this madness and again when i'm looking at all of these younger boys and girls it just rips at my heart and i'm thinking of my nieces and my nephew and what's to come with them because it takes that one little thing for a parent to tell your child you're fat. It says that one little thing to tell that child you had sex, you're a slut. I can remember growing up and I love my grandma to death. I love her, love her, love her to death. She's no longer with us, but she had me so screwed up when I was little because I remember hearing her tell somebody that if you crave pickles, you're pregnant. I didn't eat pickles for the longest time because I did not want to be pregnant. I wasn't having sex, but I damn sure wasn't going to eat a pickle to get pregnant. Right. Yeah. That's how. <laughs> that's how. That's crazy. Jacked up I was. 
know, because I didn't want to be easy. I didn't want to be slutty because I ate pickles and got pregnant. And, and, and there's seems like, so much out there. Yeah. And, like, I'm going to throw my dad under the bus, but, you know, like, when when I was growing up, you know, he would always tell me, like, when you're 18, I'm going to get you a girl. I'm going to get you a girl. And you're going to do stuff with her. I'm just like, cool. But this was, of course, when I already understood sex and all that stuff. And, and you know, like, it didn't happen. But, you know, even if it did, I wouldn't have gone for it because, you know, going to high school, you know, it kind of, like, all of that, it kind of taught me, like, you know, treat women with respect. Right. And, See, like, it's a rite of passage for guys. When you turn 18, I'm going to get you a hooker. But for girls... If you don't, you know, hold your virginity until you are married, you're a slut. So why exactly. double standard? Now, Ernie, how old were you when yeah. you found out about sex? And who taught you about sex? And what did you learn about sex? Well, I learned I learned about sex when I was, like, 15. And, you know, like, nobody told me anything or, you know, I just kind of learned from staying up late at night and, you know, watching channels that I'm not supposed to, <laughs> like every, like, right. like every 15-year-old would, you know, right. and, like, I'm going to tell you the truth, like, my first time, it was kind of confusing, because, you know, I was, you know, watching all of that stuff, you know, you kind of felt like, all right, well, this guy did this to that girl, so I'm going to do it, too, and, you know, like, like when it didn't work out that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So was, How come I, I she didn't have like, the same reaction that the girl on the TV? Exactly. Had? <laughs> and then you wonder, but they, it was so easy in the movies. How many takes did they have that? <laughs> you know, to get there? I know. Yeah. But you know, like I'm a little bit older now, and I'm kind of like I laugh at my 15 year old and. I laugh at I laugh at my fifteen year old self and laugh at you know at my seventeen year old self because you know that's the first time that it happened when I was seventeen and you know I kind of just look back and I'm like man you were a dumb guy just doing anything for your first time right but, it's but almost at seventeen kind of you knew everything yeah and it's almost like you know we said it's it's kind of expected. That if you're 18 and still in high school and you haven't slept with anybody else yet, what's wrong with you? And there we go yep. with the whole shaming again. If you're still a virgin and you're a guy at the age of 18, well, then what's wrong with you? We're going to get you a hooker. We're going to get you, you know, a girl that or whatever to, you know, pass time with and so you can be has that rite of passage. See, it's Crazy. always some kind of shaming or judgment, you know, and if you're 21 and you haven't had your first drink yet, we're going to make you have that drink. You know, it's it's just sad. It's sad. And even yeah. with God, you know, maybe it just hadn't happened for you at 18. So now you're 22, 23, and you start to freak out about sex and you might start having issues with yep. right 
to the occasion because you think, well, yeah. what's wrong with me? Yeah. Is there something wrong with me? Or that first time it does happen, you're so overly stimulated that you have premature ejaculation. And so that fucks with you for a while. And so then you start to think, oh, my God, what if it happens again? And then, boom, then you start to have issues with some erectile dysfunction. And it follows you. And that's all that judgment and stuff you've brought on yourself because of what everybody else is saying and thinking and doing and projecting upon you. And I have worked with men who have been suicidal because at the age of 15, they tried to have sex with someone. And he was like, she kissed me and I came. And ever since then, I've not been able to have a relationship because I keep going into my head and I keep fucking with myself and I keep telling myself, don't come. Oh, but then I can't even get a heart on because I'm so preoccupied. And we keep we keep failing our adolescence. Yes. Basically. Yes. Because again, in school, they're only taught anatomy and physiology. There is none of the emotion that goes with it. There is none of the repercussions. You put the penis in the vagina, you get pregnant. Oh, you're a teen mom and and you are, TV. And then you yeah, you wind up on TV making millions. More power to you. But it there's just that's why I tell people, this is my mountaintop. Ain't nobody got time for your guilt. You're not going to guilt me. You're not going to shame me. You're not going to judge me. Get the fuck off my mountain. This is me. There's Depeche Mode playing up here. There's Rock Rage playing up here. <laughs> you know, this is. you want to come up here, then fine. Don't, you know, don't rain on my parade literally or no you can rain but don't bring your sunshine because I don't do sunshine I'm all about the rain but Ernie thank you so much for calling in I was like wow Ernie I'm so proud of you (laughs) you're so awesome (laughs) and you you are you're an awesome guy because you are level-headed and you are very respectful and women flock to you because of that, because somewhere, somehow, there are there's a bit of a disconnect, a skew. And, yeah, it is true. Girls tend to go for the assholes. And they go to the nice guys for the advice and whatnot. And then they wake up and they're like, oh, my God, Ernie was right. And then they see, oh, gosh, maybe I should have a thing for Ernie. Because that's usually how girls think. Yeah, like, like, you know, sometimes girls here in my town come to me and they're like, hey, this asshole, like, is doing this to me. Why can't I find a perfect guy? And, you know, jokingly, I'm like, well, if you want a perfect guy, then I'm right here because I don't do that stuff. And then, you know, I laughed it off and she laughed too. And I'm just like, in my head, like, oh, I wasn't kidding because I'm not like that. But, you know, like, like, Girls, for some reason, just tend to go for an asshole that, you know, does that. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? When they get tired of it, they are going to remember you. 
and they will seek you out and they will find you because that's what happens. They realize that a Ernie was a good guy and Ernie is the kind of guy that I want to be with. So don't stop being you Ernie because you know, you have this light about you that draws people to you and that's very refreshing because I think you, you you're in your what you're in your mid twenties, right? Yeah, I just turned twenty six last two weeks ago. Woo woo, Ernie! <laughs> <laughs> so you know, keep doing that because you keep putting out that energy, and you're gonna draw the right person to you. And all these other girls are gonna be like, "Yep, I'm gonna go back for Ernie now." Well, it's going to be too late. You know, that's usually how it goes. It goes, and that's the same with guys too. But for you to be in your 20s and understand this already, that's amazing because that's how it should be. And you are way far advanced than most men your age or in their 30s. Hell, even in their 40s and 50s. (laughs) Yeah, but... Because you understand what um, respect is. Yeah, like, talk about respect, and that's where I leave it. <laughs> Rock on, man. Totally. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm down to my last six minutes, and I am going to be doing, in collaboration, um, with Renee Savant, who is the author of What Your Mama, the Bible, and Porn Never Taught You About Sex. Her and I, first weekend in June, we are doing um, a retreat for women healing the goddess within. Because as we talked about last week, and as I touched on a little bit tonight, you know, last week we were talking about sexual fulfillment through sexual healing. So at this retreat, you are going to be with us, and we're going to show you how to obtain all of that. You get to work with um, Renee and myself, and it's going to be the most amazing time ever. And on um, Saturday night, we're going to be doing a, a pija, which is like a big celebration, and it's amazing. And it's, I mean, I, I can't even put to words how amazing this is going to be, but it's two days of intense working with Renee and I, and fun too, because whenever Renee and I are in the room, it's always fun. So, And when and where is this? This is going to be in, just right outside of Lake Charles, Louisiana, and it is going to be $485, but there is an early bird special for $385, $150 um, we'll save your spot. We are going to take only eight. And I have women that have been messaging me for this. So the sooner you can get to me and say, hey, I want to be this, I want to be there, um, included in that price is the accommodation. You will stay with us at the Rosemary, and it is the most magical piece of land you will ever beyond. I mean, it is beyond words magical. It is healing. It is sacred and to work with um, two tantricas is quite a treat so we will show you the fundamentals of healing and healing your goddess within because 
maybe you have, you know, you're in a relationship and, or maybe you're not in a relationship, but you have, you know, some healing to do for yourself. This is the time for it. And just because you're there and we're going to teach you the fundamentals of this doesn't mean you, you may not want to go out there and become a tantrika. That's a whole other, <laughs> that's a whole other retreat, <laughs> but you will be able to be there with us. And it's a sisterhood that you become part of. And it's the most beautiful, beautiful awakening you will ever, ever experience. And And how do people get a hold of you to sign up for this if they want to? You can message me. If you are on my Facebook page, on my personal page, you can message me. um, Or you can find me on my Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee Facebook page and message me. Or you can send me an email message at Monica Lee at FrontPorchSexTalk.com. And that goes through my um, website. Then, two weeks later, we are doing the same thing with the guys. Healing the Warrior Within. We are going to show you how to become that healer and hold space for your goddess how to work with that goddess energy and how we're going to show her how to work with your warrior energy because sometimes she is your wounded goddess and you are her wounded warrior and both of y'all together can hold space for each other and it's going to be so amazing and again same for you guys it's 485 but the early bird is if you message me soon and it's 385 $150 will save your spot. And we are only working with six. You get to work with two tantricas. You get your own personal healing session. And you get a weekend of learning and healing and bliss out at the Rosemary with Renee and I. That whole, that, Price includes your accommodation, wine, beer, food, and Renee can cook, and I'm a good sous chef with her because when she's in her kitchen, the magic happens, and I don't disturb that because I'm the same way in my kitchen. So, message me again, Monica Lee at FrontPorchSexTalk.com. You can come in through Houston, fly into Houston, um, follow me there on that Friday night. Uh, because it starts early Saturday morning with giving gratitude and we talk and, and don't think because you're doing this, that you're some kind of a wimp or whatever, because to be that warrior is powerful and that's what you want. So message me. We, I already have a couple of guys that are uh, wanting their spot. I will be posting all the details here um, either tonight or tomorrow and it's going to be amazing. It'll be the most amazing time you'll ever have. Down to the last 30 seconds, I'm going to give a shout-out to T's Boudoir Photography. She did my boudoir photo shoot up in Alamogordo, New Mexico. So if you are in that area or you want to set up some time with her, look for her on Facebook, T's Boudoir Photography. And if you haven't gotten What's Your Mama, the Bible and Porn, Never Talk to next, go for it. Jennifer, thank you so much again for being thank on the front you, porch. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Everybody, I love you with all my butt because it's bigger than my heart. Go to your mountaintops and hold your arms up 
Never allow anybody to shame you, to guilt you, or judge you. Tell them to get the fuck off your mountain. Until next time, darlings. Peace.